What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. That's right, guy. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. And it's brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code HAM for $10 off your first purchase. Also, BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. Eli's getting a lot of credit for handling it well. I don't think either one of us is surprised. Hell, I'm not even sure we've seen him play his last snap as the Giants quarterback. But Daniel Jones' era should last a little longer than Geno's one start in Oakland. Um, what Remember a when Geno was, was scrambling and was like, throw it away, and Khalil Mack was kind of close, thinking he'd throw it away, and then Geno just held, and Khalil just sacks him, and it was like a 30-yard loss now the right. It's like, what is he doing? <laughs> uh, but God, that was a debacle. Here we go. Here we go. I, one, I don't understand why people are so... I get it. it. Maybe it's just Twitter, like, Eli, nothing but class. Just nothing but class. Yeah, I mean, have you guys followed the Mannings? They're pretty classy people. Like, I, I think it would have been the biggest upset in the world if Eli's like, fuck Daniel Jones, screw John Mara, screw you, McAdoo, wherever you're at, and Pat Shermer, you're an idiot. Like, we knew exactly what Eli was going to say. Like, I'll do whatever I have to do to support him. I'm a good guy. Like, of course that's what Eli was going to say. I don't see why anyone's shocked about this. It's just basic business. The Giants are unwatchable. Is Eli their entire problem? No, their defense is horrendous. They traded Odell Beckham Jr. for a box safety and a nose tackle in a passing league. So, yeah, they're awful. But you drafted a guy. I would say if this was, if Daniel Jones had been a third-round pick, I'd be like, eh, I get why you're doing it, but it could be really ugly. They drafted mm-hmm. this guy sixth overall. And he had a good preseason. You could argue that it wouldn't have been that nuts if they just would have started him week one. I mean, it would have been a little crazy because Eli's still there, but like from a football standpoint, he would clearly look better than Eli in the preseason. Again, the huge caveat in this whole conversation, this kid was drafted sixth overall. Like, just say that out loud. Those guys usually start faster and, than not, especially and, on shitty teams. And I would add, John, again, I, don't think it, I think it matters here that he looked good in the preseason. 
I think that's part of this. Yeah, if he had looked shitty in the preseason, you would not do this now. I, now, I, you just... Can, you know, I understand people say, like, why didn't they just cut Eli from the beginning? Well, you just... I think that's where you go back to. Part of it is, hey, if the Mars want to not save $11 million by cutting him before the season or in the offseason, fine. That's their prerogative. But that's where I go back to. I think part of it is just it's always easy to say that after we've seen a guy. But they got Daniel Jones. Then they played him in the preseason. And I would imagine once he started looking good, that's when Gettleman could really start saying to the Mars, look, guys, like, what are we doing? Are we going to waste this whole season again? Do you think the Mars went a little San Francisco Giants on their guy? Just They're just pretty loyal people naturally. They, they like him a lot. If you're ever going to do it, do it with the guy that won you two Super Bowls. And who's just as classy as a guy you're ever Yeah, like, okay. okay. And who's your guy. You and drafted. And again, it's their $11 million that they didn't save by not Well, to me, it's not, so, yeah, I, to me, it's not about the money. I, I but think I just mean because I've seen that a lot. Like, you know, they cost themselves $11 million by not cutting him in the offseason. Like, all right, well, it's their $11 million. Well, I think that the, the counter more on the other side would have been, like, should they have done Eli somewhat of a solid and just let him go somewhere else where he just would have been the full-time starter. Now, like you said, I don't think even they expected Daniel Jones to be as good as he was. But, and I but was, it's not like Eli got beat out, John. He got to be the full-time starter here and then wasn't good enough. So he And he, and he got he to got be the, the full-time starter basically on scholarship. Like, the guy couldn't have been any better in the preseason, and they're like, yeah, he's starting, right? Like, they, they didn't budge. So he was kind of scholarshiped in. Now, it turns out his scholarship was a little shorter than we thought. I, but the Hall of Fame uh, argument guy... I. I've gone back and forth because just in your mind, you go, well, he's had some really, really bad seasons. And even like before his career started to crumble, remember in like 2010 or nine, he had a, he had a season where the picks, I'd have to look this up, but I swear to God, he threw 40 picks in a season. I mean, it was legitimately like 25, he led the league. But his two highs are at the end of the day, wherever you stand in football heaven, Ronnie Lott's talking and Montana's talking and Brady's talking, like Eli can walk into that room and go, when all the chips were on the table and 75 million people had their television on the one game, I beat this guy who's at the head of the table twice. And this other little curmudgeon that's at the head of the coaching table, I beat him twice as well too. And he was awesome. Like, it was legendary runs, guy. Because he was the wild card twice. He beat, remember the one year in 07, he beat like a Favre team on the road when Coughlin's face froze off. In 11, he beat Brett. He beat Rogers MVP, and then he beat Harbaugh's defense, and then he beat Brady. And I, I, I was thinking about this today. This might be the best Patriot team of all time, like literally that's happening right now. Like they, there is a chance when it's all said and done, they just go 19 and 0, right? Probably not, but it's definitely possible, <laughs> right? Do you agree with that? Yeah. This Patriot team could go run the table. Is that Patriot team that lost the best Patriot team? of the last 20 years, wouldn't you say? Would you take peak Randy Moss or peak Antonio? Peak Randy Moss. I'd take, yeah, okay, good. But but just all their pieces fit perfectly. Brady was just, it was like he was like Mike Trout mixed with Mickey Mantle, mixed with Babe. It was just, he Plus was you, a fucking you factor, mission. Yeah, you factor in just the Spygate. And, oh, and Belichick was out for blood. It was just the ultimate combination, and he beat that team, guy. He beat that team. That's that to me is one of the great accomplishments in the history of the NFL. Well, doesn't it make the fact that they came back and beat them again even more impressed? The fact that you beat Belichick and Brady the first time, and then they and got a then, shot at you again. Yeah, you got they got another shot at you, and you beat them again. 
And did you say I don't know if if you said it? I was looking at some of his stats, but he both those playoffs he beat. You mentioned one of them, but he beat Rodgers twice too. Well, no, he, oh, no, beat, he beat, beat Favre and then he beat Rodgers. You yeah. said that, okay, sorry. What, but what was more impressive? Beating Rodgers when he beat him in eleven guy. I Rogers think the second the, time. Rodgers was the MVP of the league in eleven. Yeah, that the one MVP was more. of the league, fifteen and one. Or was it more impressive to go on the road uh, in the frozen tundra game when Coughlin's face and find a way to win that game? But beating the night that Niners team was impressive too. On the road when they were beating the shit out of him. But this, now, this is the point though. It's like both of them were. He had to win four games to win the Super Bowl twice. Five combined road games in those. He only played one home game in eight games in those two Super Bowl runs. Only played one home game. So, so, so the one year he did win the division, like 9-7, they were like a four seed, I guess. They played Atlanta. I don't remember this score. I dare you to, to remember the score of that game. Guy, I don't remember that game. Like, was Matt Ryan? What year is this? This is 07. I'm uh, sorry, this is 12. So it would have been Matt Ryan would have been on that team. I don't remember that team at all. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I have no recollection. None. Twenty-four to two was the final score of that game. <laughs> would you say that's one of the most forgotten playoff games in the history of sports? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I don't remember. Eli got sacked in the end zone for a safety, and it was two nothing Falcons. I, you'd think you'd remember what, that. What play. was the score of the game that they went to beat Rodgers the next week when he was coming off the MVP? I remember Brandon Jacobs getting a sweep. Thirty-seven to twenty, so they kind of beat the shit out of them. You know how so many they, people were at that? What do you know? What would be fascinating? I don't know if it has it on the. Are you on Football Reference? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you guess they were probably a seven-point underdog in that game? Uh, you know, I don't think. I remember my cousin told me that he he got the Giants. I forget the line, but they were a pretty big underdog to the Harbaugh Niners. Because think about it, you're going on the road to Green Bay, so you've won two straight playoff games. You're right, you got a home game and you won 24-2. to But then you were a heavy underdog to Rodgers. Then you go on the road to Candlestick. So you go to Lambeau to Candlestick back-to-back, MVP and the best defense in the league, and you win two games. You know, you the, I mean, God damn, Eli's, Eli's John, highs are incredible. That year, the Atlanta game, that first playoff game, because it was the only home game that they played in those two playoff runs, the attendance was just under 80,000 at MetLife Stadium. Like, it was bigger by 10,000 people than the Super Bowl. Like, you think, like, so in that, to do all of this in that city, right, for that franchise. So, but by the way, and I'm 100% with you, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think any argument otherwise is just overthinking it. Um, Because you say two Super Bowls, and then you start diving into the context of it all. Now, to your point, he he did, I did fact check, you were right. He had 25, and he had a 27 (laughs) interception season. That's, three what, times that's what makes him a bizarre player guy is because if he had just retired in like 13 and just retired at like 32 years old, like I'm out, I think people would remember him as like, it's different because Jeter won five, but maybe not on Jeter's level, but like pretty close. Like they're sitting at the same table in just New York heaven, sports heaven. Like he's Eli Manning. He won them two Super Bowls. Like Parcells, LT, Eli. Has his legacy been diminished or is it one of those things in five six years you forget the really shitty times and you just remember the two great times because he has had some pretty lows low lows i I don't know i think it's part of the whole recipe that won't get forgotten because i'll tell you this so since they won that super bowl in 12 they didn't make the playoffs a couple years ago and when uh odell went to the boat remember he said two winning records since that super bowl and his, I think his best season of the last like five or six was the year that Beckham went to the boat with uh, Sterling Shepard and had the blunt on the boat. And remember, then they lost to the Packers in the in Green Bay. But remember, Odell was like dropping some balls, eleven and five. 
And Eli was good because that was Ben McAdoo's first year. Like, God, this McAdoo guy's a genius. And Eli had, I think he threw 30-plus touchdowns in that season. He's won eight games since. Wouldn't you, and this is, I think, where the David Deals and the Sean O'Hares. Frank, come, hey, Frank, good to be on with you. <laughs> come to Eli. It's Mike. <laughs> Mike have Francesa. You, have you ever seen a radio host with, I mean, in that town, David Deal was a starting lineman, I think, on multiple Super Bowl teams. Like, he's pretty famous. And he's probably. done media. Like, he's done games for Fox. Was David Deal fucking with him, or is that an honest mistake? Uh, my guess is producer calls him. Producer thinks I'm the producer for Mike Francesa. Everybody knows what I do. Hey, can you come on with Francesa? And he thinks the guy's name is Frank Sessa or Frank Essa or something like that. Oh, maybe. because the guy just calls him, hey, this WFAN, Frank Sessa. Frank, yeah. <laughs> but, but again, guy, you couldn't live in New York and not know who he Yeah, is, I don't know. Maybe you? he's fucking with Deal does seem like a guy that would fuck with people. Hey, maybe Frank. he's fucking with him. Because that's what I would do. I mean, if you just I think he, to take a I think he might have been fucking with him because Mike was a You're fan. probably right. Didn't it right. feel like Mike would have easily hung up on him right there? Like, fuck this guy. Yes. You're not he coming to Mike's show and ruining my Eli Manning's just incredible. My, it's my, going to be my best show of the year. Right. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think Eli is, I think his story guy, just his story, just his resume of a career is as unique of a one as you'll ever find. I, I, I think if you go back well before our time, you know a sneaky argument is check out Joe Willie Namath's stats. Mm-hmm. He was actually not that great. I think he has like an even touchdown to pick ratio, but he won the Super Bowl. He guaranteed it. It was like stuff of legends, and he got into the Hall of Fame. But I think when people like really take a look back and go, you know, like the Bart Stars and the guys that were Whitey Tittles that were famous back in, he was not as good as those guys. Now, he was really famous, and he had a moment – but you can't tell the story of the NFL without Joe Willie Namath, right? He's one of the great characters still to this day in the history of the league. There is some of that with Eli as the player, not necessarily the personality. But he's not like his brother. Like his brother is truly one of the best players in the history of the sport. And for and until he kind of got lucky there in 16, Eli was going to have more titles than him. You know, there's the other part of Eli that, like Peyton obviously won a, uh, well, he didn't win the, Woodson won the Heisman, so Peyton didn't win the Heisman. But Peyton was a Heisman finalist, right? Like, I don't re- – maybe part of it is just our age, but I don't – first of all, I don't remember watching one Eli game in college. His college career to me – and, again, he was in college when we were in high school. Maybe I just wasn't I, But I do remember hearing about him. Peyton's I do remember brother hearing about him, Mess. too, but I, my, my sense was I'm hearing about him because he's Not Eli as many Man. games on TV back then, too. Yeah, but he, he played four years at Ole Miss – and his junior year was 21 touchdowns, 15 picks. His sophomore year was 31 touchdowns, 9 picks. Say that again? 31 and 9 his sophomore year. So he's Peyton Manning's brother and he's balling in the SEC. And that was really his first year as a starter. Because he, really he didn't really play as a freshman. Who would you say, because Peyton is what? So he comes out, what year is Eli's rookie year? 04, Peyton comes out in 98, so he's like 6 years older than him. Yeah. So it would be like, uh, I'm trying to think of the level. Because Peyton Manning was probably, when Eli came out, the best player in the league. He was even better than Tom at the time in 04, right? Everyone right. would say Peyton Manning was a better player than Tom Brady, even though Tom Brady had won. That would be the equivalent of like, if Russell Wilson's brother right now was just playing at like University of Washington and he was a legit pro prospect, like we would hear about him all the time, right? He would be really famous. 
like even quadruple the games would they'd find a way to play those if, if the team was good or just even close to being relevant we would it would be shoved down our throat that, that comp not even right I, it'd be like an older version of Mahomes you know it'd be like James Jordan, Mahomes Jordan Rodgers at Vandy and that tried but it just he wasn't close to being as good enough right yeah you're right I mean it's when you just factor in all the variables, the, the famous name, even well before Peyton got to the NFL, then Peyton's, how good he was in his first like six or seven years. And people forget, because I don't, because I was a Peyton guy over a Brady guy, I switched probably like late 2000s. It wasn't even cl- Like no one would argue, just in a, in a vacuum, the better player by a mile was Peyton. Then Brady kind of took off. And then it, Eli kind of just, Eli the, the took whole- him down, took down his nemesis. The whole Rivers thing, though, before like the Rivers, he does not going to play for the Chargers. Like there was another quarterback. Turned out both teams picked right. You know, well, you don't. I would the, argue. The, the, I think the Giants fucking. I mean, won that deal, right? Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying yes. the Chargers lost, but the Giants got two. Super but I, Bowls like, if you Eli. told the Chargers you could flip it, would they? Well, if I said Eli might win a Super Bowl, of course. But would he? I mean, I you know maybe I, I don't know. Um. I'm just saying I get if you're the Chargers going, yeah, we picked the right guy because I think they're both Hall of Famers. But I, here's where I get to, and I'm a, I love Phillip Rivers. If you're on the fence, and I understand why people would be on the fence, I, yeah. even though I, I you with have both to value. Of them. You, you, what? With both of them or just Eli you're saying? With Eli. To me, it's kind of like the NBA. Like you have to diminish Harden's greatness when he keeps shitting the bed in the playoffs. Just like you have to elevate Eli's greatness when he dominates in the playoffs against the best, right? Like the stats in football, probably more than any other sport during the regular season, do matter, right? How many winning seasons you have, how what? Because the regular season of all the sports matters the most because it's so much harder to get in the playoffs. You have so few games. Like I do judge you on regular season games. Like James, you scored fifty against the Suns, you know, whatever. I don't even know what to make of it, you know. But, like, Eli, you throw four picks against these random games throughout a lot of times of your career. Like, that is a problem. But I've just – his highs were as high as, like, any player in the history of the league. You know, like, think about this. The only other person or people to beat uh, Brady and Belichick in a Super Bowl within a month had a statue of themselves, Doug Peterson and Nick Foles, in front of the stadium that quickly. Now, they would have got it probably no matter what. But a huge part of Phillies that the the power. I mean, of it was a Super fake Bowl. Bud Light statue. No, they got a real one. Oh, that's right, the Philly specialist. Yeah, the Philly specialist. Wait, was that is that real? No, they got a real statue right now in front of the link. One hundred percent, they yeah, got a yeah. real statue. But I remember there was a but, a fake like. Bud yeah, there might have been a fake, but there is a real statue right now, Willie May style, Orlando Cepedo style, in front of. God, you're right. The that's link. the fastest statue erection ever. Now. Does that statue go up no matter who they're playing? Probably, but it's 50 times more powerful given who they beat, right? After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.